0: As long as you guys don't start yelling, I'm fine.
1: Uh, Scott likes to yell. I do. He does. He gets really excited, and the stuff that you're showing here, right here is, I mean... This is nerd porn, sir. That's what that is. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast.
2: Here are your hosts.
1: Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. Hi Scott. Hey man. I'm Jeff. Hi Jeff, how you doing over there? Doing good. Oh, we got all the live streaming stuff going on right now. Looks so fancy. Dude, I feel so professional right now. Do I you? Do. Yeah, I do. And we've got lights and cameras. I, I know. know. We are at the wonderful Union Club Tacoma, where we do a lot of our uh, recording. And uh, due to some sad news, uh, not, never at Malarky's again. Ugh. But we'll uh, we'll get into that with Brogan when he's here, because we'll have a good fun uh, memory lane on that one. With us today is Stephen Tibbetts. Stephen, how are you doing, sir?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you.
1: Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming down to the Union Club on a wonderful Sunday. It's uh, a little uh, dreary out there finally the uh the fall winter weather is coming in
0: it's not bad though you figure for December right yeah you know I'm missing kickoff, don't you?
1: Oh, I know, right? First off, again, <laughs> thank you very much for doing any of that because, yeah, like when it was when it's football, we weren't doing anything with malarkey over there just because there are so many people, like just the crowd noise of watching in, any football game, much I less, less a Seahawks game, is just drowning it out. So thanks for spending some time for us. Oh, you bet.
2: Come on. Yeah, that was a wrong thing because I'm like, no,
1: is there kickoff today? <laughs> I have no idea. Like something's kicking, <clears throat> something. Uh, today, we're going to talk with you about, now this is very interesting. Now, uh, you are one of the... The co-founders of Fab Lab in Tacoma. That's right. So tell us a little bit about that, because essentially, it feels to me like it's a a workspace for people who want to um, do a little more industrial creating.
0: Yeah, we you know, we founded FabLab about 6 years ago, believe it or not, and uh we are a uh, we're kind of the Mecca for nerds that are making stuff. So it's I call it the YMCA for nerds, literally. Nice. And uh we have laser cutters, plasma cutters, welding, wood shop, uh CNC machines, uh and uh, all kinds of things you can you can play with. We've got 3D printers. We have a 3D printer that can Print carbon fiber, which oh, is wow. awesome. Really, and uh, wow. we've got uh, computers and software and CAD and stuff to make your own virtual reality if you want. So it's it's a what? it's a good environment. But and you know out of that what what it is is it's kind of become kind of a nexus for for people that are interested and interesting in in the Puget Sound area.
1: Absolutely. It's a, now how did how did the inception of Fab Lab come to be? Because <clears throat> it, it seems to be a lot of these things for me are uh, kind of hidden gems in Tacoma, and that's One of the things that we found out doing this podcast There's a lot of creative minds in here But I hadn't necessarily heard Much about Fab Lab so like, and Not to
2: interrupt real quick, but, yeah, but yeah. We, we did have Fab Lab on before. We had Billy on mm. one time before, and he gave us, uh, man, I don't know, three or four stories of people that were creating really cool things. He had a guy making knives in there, I believe, mm-hmm. um, a couple other guys making some really neat things, and we went there and actually saw some of the, some and, the things. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, and I heard it from you guys talking about right. how cool it was, and, yeah. I, and I hadn't heard about it uh, by it's then. A,
2: to me, it's, it's one of the neatest things I've ever seen. In a, like, for, for a startup, for small businesses to go in, if they, if they want to prototype something, or... Do anything. I, oh, I think good yeah, idea. it's phenomenal, dude. Like, nice. I, I think people really need to stop by and kind of walk through,
1: meet somebody, take a little tour, and check it out. And I mean, it's really easy to find. I mean, if you go to fablabtacoma.com, it's just down on Market Street. Uh, people can do tours and such like that and check it out.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. We are open noon to nine most most days. And, uh, you know, now with the lime scooters and the birds around, it's easy to, <laughs> you know, parking's always an issue in Tacoma, but uh, with the scooters, it makes it nice just to zip in and check us out.
1: Right. I mean, I uh, usually you can do something like maybe park at, like, even the Tacoma Dome Station, get the light rail in, and then if you can't get all the way to the spot, get one of those. Have you tried one of those scooters yet? I
0: have, yeah. Really? Okay. They, they don't go uphills very well, was what I learned. <laughs> Interesting. They, don't, they go down really well, but not so much up. <laughs> we were
1: doing uh, Tacoma Ghost Tours, and then we stopped right out in front of the Union Station, and we saw two people just go, just zipping by, I mean, really fast. And I was just like... It seems dangerous. I don't know if my uh, my ample body is going to be able to do a nice balancing act on those or not. I'm like, just those things terrify me.
0: Uh, <laughs> just wear a helmet. You'll be fine. Right. Do they provide helmets? <clears throat> I don't think they do. They do not. You yeah. know, that's, that's what somebody needs to invent at Fab Lab. I've decided one of the other interesting ideas is... A a pocketable helmet, so like a bike helmet that you could fold up and stick oh, in yeah. your back pocket. Oh, that's a great so you idea. just you know jump on the stick your <laughs> helmet on, jump. jump on
2: the. I bet you hear ideas for things like that just
0: constantly all the time, right? It it is it is fertile ground down yeah. at the fab lab. Yeah.
1: What what's something that recently that you've uh, uh, helped someone create, or at least they come to you with an idea and you're like, oh yeah, you could just use this thing. You talked about even like the carbon uh, the 3D printer. What are people making with that?
0: They are making. Um, parts we've got a guy that makes a thing called chat clip and so you can imagine uh you're a long haul trucker and you've got your ball cap on and you don't want the thing in your ear the whole time so he's a thing that swings down with wow. a boom mic, so the trucker when he's on the phone, he just swings it down, and he's on the phone. And if he's done, he just swings it up, so it clicks, clips to his, his uh, ball cap.
1: So. Sweet. So it's a lot of it. it's just like you can go from like I, I even like watching the video on um, the website, and you get a good idea that you see people like fabricating like chess pieces or just welding different parts and such like that. But just having those like. I know maybe you could find something like that somewhere, but you can also just oh, I know how to do this and this let 's just put it together and create it
0: right, yeah, and a lot of these people are uh, grassroots entrepreneurs you know they 're getting their businesses started one guy one guy has a business his, his wife makes soap, he comes yeah. in and cuts these really cool hardwood soap dishes on our CNC machine. And that's really what sells the soap because they're really cool wooden soap dishes, right? Because <laughs> right, right. you can get
2: soap anywhere, but exactly. where are you going to get the dish, right? Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's cool. Yeah, I like. I love that, man. I'm sorry, I, I'll nerd out, but I think that is the neatest thing. I love um, businesses that um, just incubate other little small businesses. That's are in the Union Club, you know. I mean, yeah, this, with
1: them and Surge and yeah. doing all of that, it's fun to be able to see that sort of stuff. And I mean, you're talking about all the different where uh, all the different equipment you have now. Where did you start off when you uh, created it? Was it just a couple? <clears throat> Couple of lathes and a welding station how did you get it started in Tacoma
0: we um, there were four of us myself Billy Scott and Chris my son and we all so I was looking for a business to start that would would kind of all of our skills would kind of cross paths and we'd have something that we could all contribute to. And uh basically I I we we opened up with a pretty good assortment of tools cuz I I put money into it and we financed it. We had the shop bot and nice. laser and, and the whole bit. And of course, you know, during that the last 6 years the evolution of the 3D printer has really happened. So, um yeah, so, the it, you know, it's it's been fun. Horrible business model. It's really hard to make a living. <laughs> um, yeah. Our most important customer is the University of Washington.
1: That makes sense because I noticed that uh, the, for certain students, they they, uh, they have memberships that are either discounted or free if they're taking certain courses. Exactly. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. That's like, I mean, it's a good way to get in with it. I mean, like with a business model as such like that, where you're trying to get people to come in and do stuff, uh, essentially g- corporate sponsorship, so to speak, when it comes to that.
0: Right. Yeah, we also, you know, we also support other ongoing concerns. For example, quite a few architects in the area will send people in to cut models out and things like that on our laser. Oh, that makes sense, too. So it's almost like a co-op for, you know, that type of fabrication. Right, because where are you going to get a laser cutter or a shot bot? Like people have, you
2: know what a shot bot is? I have no idea what a shot bot is. Okay, so it's like a
0: router on a,
2: um, what, like a CNC? Computer-controlled router. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. okay. So you can put like a, a flat piece of plywood in it and then cut out shapes. Yeah, and so you really? can take those shapes and build things out of it. Yeah, people make all kinds of neat stuff, out of just flat pieces of plywood.
1: Okay, okay, so w- there's an idea for, I just bought a house, and in our house we have a bar, and on the outside of it, w- essentially Brogan named it the Brass Cactus, and because it's a steampunk bar, so we want to do some stuff like that, but my wife has said we can't name it the Brass Cactus until we have a Brass Cactus, so we could theoretically go to Fab Lab, talk about what we need to do, and then we could put together. Uh, God, I don't know, like because you could. I dude. was talking about being like a complete, like just because, like, oh, well, if we're gonna make it, I'm gonna make it a six foot one that st- sits out outside in the backyard. And is that possible?
0: Anything's possible, dude.
1: Oh man, see, this is
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we we when
1: I'm we toured. Call bluff on this. We, we, we went.
2: <laughs> we went through when we did the first episode, and we toured Fab Lab, right? And um, you guys had a uh, a DeLorean like mm. mocked up little DeLorean the, the Fab yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah t- yeah they could absolutely you could weld something dude or you could just get plywood and we could just build you a giant cactus and just paint it
0: well I'm not oh, yeah, sure. you could
1: paint, paint it brass yeah. I think
0: I'm not sure about the six foot one but we could 3D print you one and then what you do is you can take it down to Two Ravens casting studio oh. And they would, they would cast you a legit bronze oh, cactus. It's going to be expensive. It is expensive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have to imagine. I'm like thinking about materials. I'm like, hey, cardboard and we just paint it, Brass. That might be pretty <laughs> decent, too.
0: We can help you out with that. Whatever nice. Whatever you want.
1: Nice. I love that. And it's just like people can just come down with their ideas. You also have workshops because I know that uh, some of the equipment you have, you do need to have some training to do that. And you guys provide um, uh, classes and workshops to learn the different things that you have have, as well as to be able to use it as well, correct? Correct,
0: yeah. Yeah, we have, you know, to, to run the... To run any uh, any of the computer controlled equipment you need some kind of a program or mm-hmm. some kind of a design that's digitally captured, so we have classes on how to do that and how to interface to the machines and how to run the machines so
1: and it's yeah. and it's just like any sort of workspace area you've got the um, uh, the memberships and varying degrees of the memberships will get you uh, various uh, access to in time limits on the stuff right
0: yeah yeah we've we the membership side we've simplified it to some degree we have a, a $50 a month plan, which gets, gets you in the door, gets mm-hmm. you the Wi-Fi access to all the hand tools and all that kind of stuff. Oh, nice. And then it, um, and then everything is all, all a cart for that membership. And then we have the pro membership, which is $125 a month. But it gets you four hours of CNC time, which is about $480 worth of equipment time on your monthly membership. So it's a really good value for small businesses and people that are building stuff.
1: If you have an idea and you're going to be using this stuff like on and on and on and you know exactly what you need to use and what you need to do, that seems like a perfect thing to do for it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah, we also. I mean, we, we yeah, got a right? we have a great staff and a great you know volunteer base too that that can help people with their projects whether they're electronics or you know we do Raspberry Pi and Arduino and you want to flash LEDs or do really? any kind of fancy stuff Ooh, we can help Raspberry Pi's are super cool too and Ar- Arduinos
2: are neat mm-hmm. as well but the what the Ardu- Arduinos what's a duino <laughs> like, the little, you uh, don't know no Literally, i ah. don't know what a duino is <laughs> do you know what a uh, raspberry pi is i
1: think i do that's the one where you can basically make an arcade machine out of it right <laughs> you're such a dork
2: oh god <laughs> yeah man it's like a little um, form factor pc basically but mm-hmm. it's really small like a credit card size okay and it has every connection you need on it and then you can you can add and build to it almost like a lego for a pc really yeah but they're really small does, wow. it, does that describe it, kind of?
0: Yeah. You probably It's like looking at it. Well, the Raspberry like Pi, the, I mean, the way I look at it is the Raspberry Pi is a full-up computer. Right. I mean, it runs an operating system. Yep. Oh. The Arduino, on the other hand, is a microcontroller, so you give it instructions, do this, do this, do this, do this. I suppose some creative person could write an OS for it, but it's nearly not designed for that. It's designed to, to uh, be an Internet of Thing type things and turn lights on and off or whatever oh. like that. People oh. use it a lot of times. Or I've, uh, <clears throat> so I've seen, it used for like smart clothes, like people play music, yeah, or
1: they or
2: things like that. Yeah, yeah. wow, the, the Arduinos the, the yeah, Raspberry Pi, Arduino's
1: pies are cool. Man. They use
2: for everything, right? Like people right. use effort all kinds of stuff. So
1: you can teach people how to make those and or at least put them together and help them with their project and stuff.
2: <laughs> Neat. I just, I think that's one of the most important things is is the idea that you give people um, instructions on things. So if you have an idea, like if I have an idea and, and I know <clears throat> I, I'm going to need this certain thing to, or I, you know, I'm going to need this tool to make it, but I don't have that tool and I don't know exactly how to use it. You can go to Fab Lab and you guys can show, show people like, hey, this is how you use it, right? Mm-hmm. I might not make you an expert on it, but I'll show you how Operate the machine, and then you can make your own thing. I think that's very important
0: yeah yeah and it it does pay dividends i think in the first three years we helped launch about 12 businesses little companies out of that place so cool it's i haven't kept track since then but it's we're still doing it i mean we're helping helping people launch their businesses which is cool it is cool
1: i love that and i mean people can again check it out go to fab lab com. you get all the information you can see uh even they've got links to the the social media the facebook the youtube uh the youtube has a really great video that basically it breaks down what you guys have been doing with that and i love the fact that you you've got a whole team going in through this and making this happen. Um, It's really really exciting. Hey guys, it's Justin and I'm here to talk about the Union Club down in Tacoma. This is where we do a lot of our recording now and I'm really stoked about this. If you don't know about the Union Club Tacoma it is a mixed-use project contributing to Tacoma's growing artistic and entrepreneurial community. It combines studio space, co-working space, office space, beautiful common areas, galleries and an event hall in a 15 thousand square foot historic building in downtown tacoma this place is beautiful you heard us talk about it on the search tacoma podcast part of the search tacoma network and if you want to work in an old historic building this is the thing to do this is It's just amazing. The view is fantastic. Plus, it's a great place for you to get your work done in a casual environment, plus free coffee. If you want information or to request a tour, it's super simple. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com. That is unionclubtacoma.com. Now, I want to talk to you about the... that you have created. You showed this to us this morning, and I am more than excited to hear about a personal... This is a personal aero transportation. You have called the Ziva?
0: Well, the company is Ziva. Okay. The vehicle is the Zero. For obvious reasons.
1: Yes, because it's a big, big zero. It's a big circular machine that will, I I guess you're looking for a, 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 like when we're saying personal aerial transportation. It's hard to, it's hard, right? It's kind of hard to get your mind around because it almost seems along the lines of like a Jetsons vehicle. Like, and that's kind of the most like layman term that I can think of. you don't want to say flying car, right? Right? You You don't want
0: to say it's a flying car. People call them flying cars, but do you see the wheels anywhere? No, there's No, there's no no wheels. Yeah,
1: you got the propellers on this. So, tell us about um, the Zero and Ziva and the inception of this.
0: Okay, yeah. So the the it's I mean there's a huge groundswell happening. Um, this this May I went down to Uber Elevate. Uber Uber has a program called Elevate where they're. They're trying to rally the entire world to make it possible to do um, electric uh, aerial taxi services. And, you know, we... so they're they're doing a great job of evangelizing. They're getting people on board. Our vehicle doesn't fit their criteria. Ours is a, like a single person mm-hmm. personal vehicle. So the Uber model is, you know, you get you go down the elevator, you get in, you go down the curb, get in a wheeled Uber, take the wheeled Uber to the to the vertiport, take take their sky taxi to the other vertiport, get in a wheeled Uber, go to the building, get in the elevator. Our vehicle can mount to to can uh, dock to the side of a building. Oh, shit! So <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's, oh wow! Yeah, it's, it's true point to point transportation. You know, so the, the issue I have with the Uber, Uber model is I, it's great. I I believe in what they're doing, but. There's too many legs in the journey. If you yeah. think about how yeah. how many people like to just get in their car and go somewhere. Yeah, you don't even really need that, though. In my brain, uh, when I call an Uber, it shows up at my
2: house, right? Right. So if, if something like this, I mean, that that should. So it looks, to, to describe it to people, it's, it's, it's a giant circle, but it looks like a drone you could ride in basically right yes and it's that's got right. The, the, you know fans on the outside i say fans but i'm sure there's
0: a real word for them. propellers, <laughs> propellers. <laughs> something like that <laughs> i don't know propellers are in water aren't they well no you call them propellers oh, or you, you? can we're, we may at some point have a ducted fan so it'll look more like a jet oh, engine there you go. right yeah so. it's pretty cool so um anyway i'm sure <clears> that they can fly themselves
2: drones do it all the time mm-hmm. so to me it's like uber i call it it lands in my front yard i get in it it mm-hmm. takes me where i'm going it flies off right, right? right. that seems way more legit than driving it
1: the term that i love that you used was adding the third dimension to the travel because it's one of those things that first off I'm kind of I'm interested to see how people can drive with drive these because I just normally see how people drive normally Um, it seems like it would take another uh, echelon of like um, needing maybe like a like a flight license or something along these lines Um, but uh, it's just bringing that all into like I could just get in my car and just fly around. It seems like it would be amazingly fun. Yeah, we're nerding out right now. Yeah. We're
2: like flying cars. You were at a flying car. <laughs> you a flying car. It, it, there's there has to be so there has to be some kind of rules about how how low you can fly, how high, five hundred feet or something. I imagine.
0: Something yeah, well, like a thousand feet over uh, congested areas. Yeah, uh, but you know, so the the rules are changing. That the huge, okay. the enormous validation that we got this week was that Boeing announced they put $50 million into a scar- startup they're calling SkyGrid. So they're building the AI that will control all of the traffic in an urban area. So
1: Really? So yeah. they're already putting it in, so there's a foundation for something like this to, to be able to be a part of?
0: Right. So their system will handle, you know, uh, unmanned drones as yeah. well as commercial air traffic and so basically it's a completely integrated artificial intelligence-based air traffic management system you, you guys are going to have to go unmanned for almost all flights i, I imagine eventually right? yeah. Yeah, yeah because
2: yeah. there's you can't have people just zooming that's around what i
1: was thinking that's out. the exact same thing I was, I was just thinking like at like it, having it my, unmanned that would be perfect all, uh, oh yeah hold my beer
2: that's what i was thinking i was so, like look at me you want me in a flying car
0: no you don't <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the so so, you know, fast forward a few years, right? Mm-hmm. You step into this thing, and you just say, "Take me to, you know, the Harmon or whatever." Yep. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, and the AI onboard AI in the vehicle will communicate with the master controller system, and yeah, you'll away you go. And so th- you don't have to be coherent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to ride it in it. You know. oh, Speaking of that, actually. God, this is
1: amazing. I got to throw a
2: little. Did you see um, the... Uh in California, they just arrested a guy whose his, his Tesla was driving him drunk. Yeah, did you see that? No. So sure. it was it was on autopilot, and he was passed out behind the seat. And so cops the cops got in front of the the Tesla and slowed down until it stopped. Right, because it was on autopilot. Yeah. But yeah, he, I guess he was just hammered, just knocked out. It was just really, like, you know, how, yeah,
1: like that. It's one of those interesting cases now. It's going to happen. He's not operating the vehicle; the vehicle is operating itself. Like. Where do you like It's a new legal precedent at that point, and you're just kind of at the mercy of whatever judge. So, you, I guess you find a judge who is down in the tech scene and kind of understands that. I'm sure they'll figure it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, maybe not this poor guy, it'll be it'll, as it continues to happen, but that's a good. I mean, I just. I like the fact that you can just get into something and say, take me there, and then not having to deal with traffic. Like, if you've worked, and I know a lot of people do this, they'll, um, like, I I commute from my normal job from Tacoma to Seattle, but I do it very early in the morning. There's generally no traffic, so I don't have to worry about that. I know people that will travel from Tacoma to Everett or to Boeing, and it's like a two to three hours a day depending on when they do it. Like, to be able to to just get rid of all of that and do it just on a normal flight. And these things are not slow either. They're, they're going at a pretty good speed, right?
0: Yeah. Our vehicle will go, we'll cruise it probably between 140, 160 miles an hour. So yeah,
2: that's that's fantastic. see? And, and you, there's no
0: slowdowns either. That's the thing, right? Well, there's no traffic, right? Well, so I, interesting that you bring that up. So some people, I, I read an a, a, a entry this morning on uh, LinkedIn, and it, it was like the four steps of autonomous vehicles. hmm and, you know, it's, it's a super complicated problem. And, you know, they were talking about how it's going to roll out over the next few years because right now the Teslas and all the others is just basically lane keeper. Mm-hmm. It's a driver assist, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a true autopilot. <clears throat> My answer is a two-step process. What we have now... And get in the air, and it's it's a hundred percent autopilot because you don't have kids and balls running out in front of you in the air. That's so, a good point. You know, so unless an emergency happens or something like that, it's so much, an, it's such an easier problem for an AI to get you from point A to point B if it's, you're in the air rather than on the ground.
1: And that's, I mean, it's a great point on that too because uh, even just like with what we have, we have um, all of these cars on the road, and one of the things is like, like I would gladly give away my ability to drive if it was just. all all automated like every single car but then you have to realize that that's another one of those freedoms people like to do it is like to go on their car and they drive and so there's that's never going to happen you're never going to have at least within my lifetime a you know a freeway that is automated only And so having it take to the air is a way to alleviate all of that. You don't have to take away the cars. You're just giving an option for the people who can to take to the skies.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're not pitching this as a panacea. You know, there's going to be cars. There's going to be buses. There's going to be trains. There's going to be boats and whatever, ferries. But it gives gives you an alternative, right? And we also think it has huge implications for um, first responders. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Think about... You know, there's an emergency. You need to get some people in to help to get, get them aid immediately. And tra- traffic's a mess. Think about New York City, where it might take them an hour to get to a scene, where you just fly in there in a couple minutes. So, wow.
1: So people can find more information about this at Ziva Aero, which is z e v a a e r o dot com. And you guys are also. Um, I mean, this is uh, how how long has this been an inception of? Like, when did you first get the idea to uh, for this?
0: I um, I got the, this idea back in two thousand and four.
1: Okay, so it's been but almost 15 we didn't years. really ha- I
0: didn't really act on it. What I acted on it and I, I submitted a, a proposal to NASA that I, I got two thumbs up and one thumb down. So I didn't get mm-hmm. the grant. <laughs> but um, the conclusion that I came to in getting my pilot's license and I had I owned a one seventy two. My dream was to throw my folding bike in the back seat fly where I wanted to go and just pedal the last mile. uh, How'd that work out? It didn't. It doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) The reason it doesn't work is because all of the airports are gone. So you can't get to where you want to go. There, there have been approximately 500 airports between Seattle and Portland are, that are no longer in existence. Really, you can, you can think of ones right here in Tacoma. Uh, there was one at Clover Park on the Clover Park campus in Lakewood. Uh, really, the, my hometown airport in Spanaway just closed up. Um, it's just, it just, it just happens because the land becomes too valuable. People put the you know the apartments and condos in, and that and you're done. So the only logical conclusion, and flying car is not one of them. The only logical conclusion <laughs> is. Is vertical takeoff and landing. Yep. You have to have a small footprint to land and take off in,
1: and that's what you've done with these as well because they start as little upright, uh, little upright circles, little eggs that you kind of just pot into, and then it goes upright and then it transforms,
0: transitions,
1: transitions yeah. right there. So yeah, and it's exactly on this on the other side, and it, that's it's really cool too because it it, it gets a little a little bit more of a sleeker design. It looks more like a traditional. Um, Airplane type thing would look. Eh.
0: I thought you were going to say it looks like a traditional flying saucer. Yeah, well, and actually,
1: you're kind of right with that too. I mean, until I mean, it's a. It, it's funny after we just talked about the moral, totally you know, funny, and right? Regret. Yeah, like people seeing this going around. You could just see one person being like, "That's a, it's a UFO." It's like, no, no, sir. We know exactly what that is now. Um, and so,
0: it's a zero. It's nothing. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> so, speaking of that, when uh, when do you get your first uh, prototype up and running? We are uh, I used our CNC machine to cut the foam for the first ribs on the full-size vehicle you, yet 2 days ago. So nice. we're, we're beginning to build it. Um we are we have a very tight deadline. The con- competition for GoFly is uh October of 2019. So Could what
1: you, Yeah, okay. what is GoFly?
0: GoFly is is a million dollar X prize sponsored by Boeing. Ah. And uh they have prescribed vehicles what it needs to do to make the the rules and it's going to be a contest so we have to fly off so we have to there's going to be a pylon race and the whole bit so
1: oh that's cool it's like one of those drone races with a person inside of it or yeah. maybe not mm-hmm. a person like out. a
0: pod race yeah
1: oh so how
0: smart man they put out this contest for
2: making have people bring up their their flying vehicles as they're putting out the whole sky grid right oh yeah they've got plans yeah you know I call that. Skynet that's what it is really
1: no they already had a Skynet I know it's
2: Terminator stuff man well that's yeah the happening.
1: Terminator but then it was... That's I, how it started. That's <laughs> how it started, by by drones being controlled by AI, yeah. Oh, man! Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do, I do have a question. We don't plan to weaponize it right now, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That would get <laughs> yeah. people out of your way. That would make them more well, See, fun. I've seen
1: Jurassic Park. I've seen all of those movies. It starts off with uh, with people with these great ideas, and then one little smarmy guy in the corner is like, we could put some <laughs> military applications to these raptors. <laughs> we could put them in these flying saucers, and now here we go. Well, I do got a question. Have you been uh, a Approached by government-type people in black saying, hey, what what are you doing over here? Uh,
2: not yet. Because no, it doesn't run no. on water. I mean, it's, That's yeah. why.
0: If it ran on water, they would be here. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> yeah, well, If it ran on water, like uh, yeah, I was just just a, yeah. I'm just joking. Thing on the back of the, de- the DeLorean. The uh, DeLorean. <laughs> put, put trash in it. Mr. Fusion. Mr. Fusion. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mr. Fusion. We don't have that yet. And these, Although, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really interesting stuff. I don't know if you followed it. The guys from was it? Gosh, I can't remember if it's MIT came out with the first all electric drive airplane.
1: No, I did see that. That's
0: where they use the different ions to push air over it. Yeah, I did see that. It so right. that's is that kind of something you guys maybe? I, well, I, 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 use I see that high voltage. Right, I see that. Happening as as they as that technology gets perfected, it could be it could be a thing.
1: And, so. and you guys are using yeah, like electricity and like uh, uh, no issues on um, pollution and stuff like that, right?
0: Right. Yeah, it's a completely green green technology.
1: Which I mean, this is what we got to go for. I mean, you just look at what's going on, and you can you can tell all of the climate change stuff. Don't believe any of the people who say that's not real because it is.
2: Whatever some people say. Just kidding. <laughs> I was like,
1: are you really going to do this? Is this where we're going right now? I'm just joking. I love it. Uh, another thing also, like, you're looking towards this to be um, affordable so people can uh, – t- so this isn't going to be just the elite people just zipping around on their their, their flying machines.
0: Well, we think it, coming out of the shoot. so our, our plans are to come out of the contest and hopefully – Win or place, right? Mm -hmm. Do and get and leverage that publicity to start taking orders, and uh, we're going to put the price at about one hundred forty thousand dollars. You think
1: this? Uh, you think this Go Fly thing will have like a battle bots like arena sort of thing?
0: Should I, I think? I either. think we should morph it into that.
1: <laughs> like know. eventually, it'll be yeah. that sort of thing. Exactly. You see all of that? I love it because like this, and you're just talking about like doing this stuff with Fab Lab. It, it like these are the things that make even like make people interested in technology and creating this sort of stuff. If you could like like someone's like, oh yeah, I, I somebody's building these, and now you also have a chance to do something like this. It seems like it's one of those. Where you can find a lot of like-minded individuals who are excited about this, and then other people who are just maybe on the fringe that are also just excited to see this kind of come to be.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the beauty of what FabLab has is that you know you you over the over time you develop a network of people that have. Interest in what you're doing, and not only that, they have certain skills that you could mm-hmm. leverage, and yeah, so it builds on itself.
1: And I mean, this Absolutely. isn't and this isn't only you doing this this project with uh, uh, with the uh, with uh, Ziva.
0: No, uh, if if that was the case, I'd I'd have a little propeller on my head, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> a little crazy. So it does take a collaborative effort. And yeah, we have about twenty people on the team. Right? Wow. So, so yeah. from all, like,
2: like, <laughs> I don't think it's just him and another well, dude in know, his garage. Well, that's the thing. It's, Maybe it's I mean, Tacoma. I don't know, man. True. You
1: didn't just find the guy who was like creating like a like an elevator Shh. to like the moon or something everybody knows him yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think he was doing it by himself it's like i don't know who you bringing in with all of this
2: no this this is a real person we have here in
1: front of us today what was, like so you you talked about doing the nasa stuff like was it just did you have to like do a whole presentation sort of thing when you're talking with them like how does that even how do you approach nasa with anything
0: they put out a uh, an sbir Grant, I think. Okay. And, yeah. you know, there was one that caught my eye that, that was a pretty good fit for what I wanted to do. So okay. I, I applied for it and put, wrote a, I don't know, you know like a 30-page technical document on on my idea. Wow. So. Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was like, oh, maybe we could do something on no, a 30-page document. You tapped document. out, like, you tapped yeah, out at, yeah. the, <laughs> at the application. Do so you have a, I mean, it's obvious you have a ton of passion for this then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, you know, it, it's about time. I mean, I, I grew up like everybody else did with the back of the Popular Science magazine, right? And mm-hmm. you know, where's my flying car kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's, the thing is, right now, the technology is available. Um, you know, the big limitation is is the energy source. So I was say batteries. Right? Batteries are a huge, huge uh, thing. But uh, there's a guy uh, at one of the national labs recently that said he, you know, he, he studies this. He, put, he drew the chart out and he said there's kind of a Moore's Law for batteries where every you know it's growing at five uh, percent a year, so by 2045, b- batteries will achieve parity with gasoline Ooh. in Ooh. terms of energy density. So wow, it, it'll happen. I mean it's just a matter of time.
1: That's kind of cool just to think of it that way. I mean, I mean, you've even said, like, just the technology in, like, 3D printers has gone, like, just quickly. Like, the way it's gone, like, I'm growing up, and the same with, with, with you and I, like, in Scott and everyone, and Jeff, I mean, everyone here, um, that we've gone from uh, just, like, like CRT TVs to personal computers that everyone carries around with their phones. It's Kind of I don't know It seems crazy to me How how fast technology is going And maybe it's not fast It's just my perception Of everything changing So quickly in my lifetime
2: I think when we were kids I think we thought People knew more Than they really knew You know And then as you get older <laughs> You're like Oh no that's not how, like, technology actually goes. Does, yeah, I, but someone's got to create that technology. It sounds weird, but, like, I, when I was a kid, I thought we knew there was planets, I, other planets besides in our solar system. I thought there was all these other things. They didn't know that shit until the 90s. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, <yeah, but> <laughs> really, I think, I really feel that way. Um, I think right now the neatest thing is is um, how technology is pushing stuff, like uh, the batteries, powerful motors. I know these are all big deals for flying, right? Um, right. I, I kind of... I this is my i nerd out on stuff like this so do you um, do you see any like big competitors for you like is there anybody that's kind of pushing right now what is
0: like it's uh, the thing to me that get that gets me excited other than the technology is that it's 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 shaping up to be one of the most competitive landscapes definitely in our in our lifetime there's about 65 companies already doing very similar things and uh, so that the, that You know, the uh, competition for the commerce side of things... Uh, really excel to your point it, it accelerates that development so fast yeah you get you know you you inspire not only our team here in Tacoma but teams all over the world to build the best thing and something's going to come out of it
1: and that's I mean yeah the competition it breeds um, the, the creativity the innovativeness and it's it's fun to see that because maybe somebody does something and you're like oh that's kind of a good idea and you can tweak it to your design and I mean I think that's with anything going out there like i mean uh you can steal bits from podcasts absolutely do that. all the time <laughs> <laughs> so i mean that's really cool i god man I, I love this yeah i love it too man i was i dorked out on this i was like
2: yeah flying car
1: yeah so i do, love it do you have um obviously uh once everything goes and this is next year for the go fly correct next year. Yeah, uh, so yeah. when it goes on with that. So just kind of keep on the eyes with that and then people can uh maybe come and bug you about it at Fab Lab.
2: <laughs> sure. Yeah. So one, when they do the, the go go fly um prize, is it is it going to be a full size um vehicle or yes. is it yes. Oh, neat. Yeah. Neat. Are you going to have that somewhere we could come take a look at it before you do it?
1: Ye- top secret, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's what I like. Top secret.
1: Now, now who gets who gets the first flight? like the thing is created are you going to have just a, a an unmanned test flight or are you just going to like one person gets to drop from a hat or are you just going to shove everyone aside and get in it and say uh, let's ride this bitch
0: it's it's tempting to do the latter <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but we our plans at the moment are to fly with a weighted dummy uh all the way through the contest okay now you know as we do flight testing and, and we prove that it's you know Not gonna fly apart The very ter- second we turn it on Right <laughs> It's gonna be very tempting For me not to get in it And just t- At least hover And just check it out Right Yeah man. One, so. Why not You see the guy That has the um, Iron Man suit No seen that have you seen that? Yeah, he's got six jet engines strapped to his arms. Dude.
1: Jesus Christ, no. Yes. That seems like a really bad idea. It
0: looks cool as hell
1: when I'm he's sure flying around. I'm sure it looks cool. You know what also looks cool? The Rocketeer. You remember that movie? Yeah, that would have yeah. burned him. Yeah, that would have burned his legs off. This
2: guy's doing it. It's real. real. Like, the you can see videos of him. engines. On his feet, I think, and then his hands, Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah and he flies around like Iron Man. He uses his hands just like Iron Man. It's really cool. Yeah. I
1: mean, I'm sure it's really cool. It just I don't know. I I would rather have the electric uh the electric ability as opposed to the uh the jet. Yeah. It, I it
0: just, so yeah just
1: I guess it can work as weapons Uh-oh. at that point anytime. I mean, that's the fun
0: part. It's oh jeez. Well, it's also, you know, the, one of the criteria of the contest and one of the things they're keenly uh, interested in is keeping the noise down. So Oh, yeah. We have a uh, you know, we're working on that. It's it's a challenge because the propellers and, and motors and stuff make kind of obnoxious whirring noises that we, we try to get rid of.
1: It's funny. Okay, go ahead, Jeff. I was going to make a request. Can you make it sound like the Jetsons car? That would be awesome. We had that issue, though, at our neighborhood meeting, uh, funny enough. Uh, and I think I've even brought this up. So neighborhood meetings, once a month, people come in, and they'll, you'll see the people that are there forever. But then you'll see just people show up once to complain about a thing. And these people lived by our park, and there were drones. And so the guy was complaining about how loud the drones were because it was, uh, they weren't, it was flying for speed. So it was making this really high-pitched just... Like four mm-hmm. hours And it was like Well it's It's the park they're, they, Were they doing it After like park hours They're like no They're like well They can't do anything about it They get to fly their drones around But it's one of those things That you don't think about When you're trying to make A flying machine Especially one that's Really suited for that That urban sort of Going from one point To uh, like another point In town mm-hmm. To do that that there's going to be A little bit of noise there And you're going to have To deal with that sort of thing
0: Yeah Yeah You know the, the contest has A, a pretty strict criteria and so that that's one of our challenges is to get the noise out of it as much as we can. You don't want a helicopter landing in everybody's house. You, you know, know what right? I
1: mean? I know. be <laughs> <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> 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 right. Oh, well, your Uber's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard. I'm sure I know about that. See, that's, oh, man. And another thing I noticed, even just reading through the uh, through all of this, that they're not, like we're talking about, like, it's a person, like, standing into a thing and they're getting up, but they're not really, they don't really take up that much space. Like, two of them will fit in a normal parking spot, right?
0: Right. Yeah, I mean. That's really could, pretty cool. You could have a his- and hers in your garage single garage bay so yeah yeah. that
1: is perfect like i i just love that the these are the problems that um people might not realize as they're just looking at this that you've already had to figure out and discover was there there anything that you didn't even think about and then suddenly it just kind of came to be a problem that you had to address while creating this Constantly, <laughs> it's
0: like, every, it's not every day. evolving is just
1: like each time. I was like, "Well, what about this?" And just as it goes along, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of good, I guess. That the, the the Boeing will give you the the parameters on what you need to deal with, so you kind of know where they're looking at it from a, a certain aspect, right? When you're kind you're building something that's never been done before, too, right? So you're going to run into things that
2: mm-hmm. no one's ever ran across. <laughs> like what the hell? Oh, we need this? Yeah, well, yeah, we do
1: <laughs> for whatever it is, right? Ah. Uh, and with this, I mean, you don't like unlike those scooters they have. I don't think you need a helmet with this. I don't know. I mean, you could. You got to have some kind of emergency something, right? Yeah, well, because how we high we are these? Recommend be- a helmet. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Not required, I, guess. I suppose. See, you could just ride without a helmet. <laughs> Living on the edge, no seatbelt. Okay, belt. So, well, you're flying you,
2: up
0: in the air, you have is- to have some kind of emergency something planned in, right? Like there has to. Oh, be. yeah. I mean, for the commercial vehicle, we'll have yeah. what's called a BRS ballistic recovery system. So Ooh. it's basically a parachute. That's uh, propelled with a rocket engine. Oh, okay. So so like, a, like okay, kind of like an airbag, but it you know it pushes out a parachute really fast so for low altitude, for low, lower altitudes. Yeah. Ah, so see, there's people. There's a company called BRS. That works. That's working on that stuff. So they got it, dude. Wow, you don't have to wear a helmet. See, you safety. can sleep. You S- can the sleep. illusion
1: of safety was in the same Fight Club. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> Exit at yeah. thirty-five thousand. Have, have you seen the Russian machine? No, it's, uh, it's called. They call it the hover bike. And it's uh it's oh, like a quadcopter yeah. but the propellers are below I, you and you're I riding on motorcycle. Like yes. It, I call it I call it the human egg beater, right? Right. I was just the kind of super yeah, dangerous. Like I right? was
1: thinking about that, and it's like that is something that um, I mean, not to stereotype Russians as evil villains, but it would be like the evil villain henchman riding on that to chase somebody down, and it would be like a storm like you know, the storm that's that's what it looks scene. Like. Yeah, and they're like following and then you like throw a bottle at their head and it hits them and it knocks them off and it tilts. T- <laughs> Them a little bit, and then they fall and turn into like Russian salsa, right? Yeah, there. They land in the in the propellers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Bond movie waiting to happen, right? <laughs> didn't um,
2: it, wasn't there a country that their their police bought bought a bunch? Dubai was it? Because like, yeah, that makes sense. Dubai.
1: Dubai, it makes perfect sense for that. Yeah, they have the money, right? Yeah. They're like, yeah, we can have some flying but motorcycles. It's cool. I could see your uh, like hovercrafts on like the side of every single like hotel room in Dubai, and it's just going from oh, we were just going across to the other, uh, you know, the other place right over there, going to the golf. Course on the 83rd floor of the hotel like down the street because yeah. all that crazy stuff.
0: Wow. Yeah. That well, stuff is neat. Who doesn't want a Batman off the side of a building? Right.
1: Sure. Exactly. This gets, this gets like everyone. It gets like the tech nerd. It gets like the, the jet setter. It gets the comic book hero who just basically is going to the cosplay anime convention adrenaline yeah,
2: dude that likes to fly and fall off of
1: things. Right? <laughs> Same thing. Oh, I love this. Uh, ZivaAero.com. Z-E-V-A-A-E-R-O.com. You can find more information about it. Oh,
0: man, Steven. Is there anything else you want to uh, bring? up about this if you're interested come out and support us yeah uh, we work at the fab lab but yeah, come and check Fab it out.
1: out. FablabTacoma.com as well, uh, and that's I mean that's the fun part. If you've got a small business idea, you can come and check out, see the stuff. There's tons of workshops. If you go to the website, they have a bunch of different classes. You can check out the membership, see what you're doing there. You get a good look at all the people who are involved with all of this. And uh, again, on also social media, they have all the events and stuff that is going on uh, that are going on um, for each month as well. Um, learn how to create something really fun. If you have got a business idea, this is where this is the best place really. To start it going, man. Absolutely. Get out there and make some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a little bit of business before we get out of here. We've got some stuff that's really, that's upcoming that we're really excited about. We've had uh, the Shroom Brothers on in the past and they are really awesome at creating uh, wearable art, hangable art and we've got some, we've got a logo design that's going to be coming out really soon that I'm really, really excited about. Yeah, I'm pretty jazzed, dude. And uh, with that is going to be some t-shirts so be on the lookout for that so check out uh great you can give us all the likes and all the you know share like subscribe all of that fun stuff on all of our episodes listen back to our episodes you can listen back to the shroom brothers and hear about all about what they're going on with and yeah, we put them out as the best stuff
2: not long ago yep too. yep so recently yeah you don't even have to go to our classic episodes you can just see that one there no nope.
1: but if you do want to get to our classic episodes send us an email uh what's the email for they that send one
2: send it to classics at good city podcast or info info always Yeah, classics is specifically for that
1: and for those who are looking to possibly help support us starting in january we uh, were looking into doing a patreon uh so keep an eye out on that and we'll see how that goes but that's also possibly a really cool way to get some uh, exclusive stuff maybe Uh, some of those shirts we were just talking about yeah maybe something like that access to our live streams when what's going on so are we we streaming
2: now jeff Yes. Oh, you can see that in
1: the microphone. Yeah, we are streaming. We now. are streaming now. Make sure to check out the Grit City Podcast YouTube channel. Good yeah. job. And Woo. we've got all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Jeff is really good at that Instagram, so check it out. Like, yeah, give a like Instagram. on all those things. And, uh, again, other info in all of that is within this podcast. You can find all that at gritcitypodcast.com. And uh, I guess we're pretty good now. Yeah, I think that's all the business. All right, man. That was a, that Again, was a good I, should, I
0: forgot to mention we do oh. have a GoFundMe page. Perfect, oh, right there. You See, you, you, if you're not, if you're not an accredited investor, you know, if you are a accredited investor, come and talk to me. If you're not, you can go to our GoFundMe page and.
1: Yep, and that's pretty easy to find. I mean, just look for zero prototype on GoFundMe, uh, and it'll show it'll show the uh, the metal dude in the uh, flying egg.
2: The, you, <laughs> people should go check this out anyway. Like even mm-hmm. no matter what, you just go check this out. Check out it, what he's doing.
1: It's look linked at the right on the front page, too. Yeah. So. Thanks,
0: Just go to and and click it from there. Awesome,
1: Stephen. Thank you so much for spending some time for us, man. With us, man. Thanks for spending time with me. It's been great. You've been listening to the Grid City podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com.